Hello, and welcome back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 82, Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. Hello, Hallie. Hello, David. Hello, Kristen. Why, hello there, David. You're trying to do a Benoit block. Yeah, right? it's not good. No, <laughs> no, it's awful. But it could be worse. If I said, hello there, David, that's not him. That's not him. No, there's infinite possibilities. <laughs> infinite possibilities <laughs> for the Benoit block accent. Yeah. yeah. So, I tried. Hello. Hey. Hello, listeners. Glass Onion is a 2022 American mystery film. It was written and directed by Ryan Johnson, who also produced, along with Ram Bergman. Might be Rom, but it's spelled Ram. Glass Onion stars Daniel Craig, Edward Norton, Janelle Monet, Catherine Hahn, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Henwick, Madeline Klein, Kate Hudson, and Dave Bautista. It was filmed on a $40 million budget on location in a Greek island. And in its one-week limited theatrical release before it showed up on Netflix, it made $15 million. I don't know how much... I assume things on Netflix make money, so it will make its budget back. But Don't know. Don't know how that works, David. Don't know. All I know is that Netflix is apparently always losing money. They're walking back. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's great. We bullied them into walking back. Bullying works. Yeah. <laughs> Learn that, kids. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I believe they bought the rights to this and a sequel for like $460 million or something. Okay. So they, they think it'll make them money somehow. Yeah. If I was Ryan Johnson, I'd be like, I can make a terrible movie. It's fine. They just got this for... Yeah, four hundred and sixty minutes. But did Ryan he get the first integrity? He did. He did. Okay, I couldn't remember. Uh, he will also, in further good news for Knives Out fans, uh, write a second sequel. So Ooh. that's uh, currently in development. There's been a movement online to make it a Muppet movie. How Muppets we? Knives Out, a third thing. That's the actual title of the movie. I you need the Muppets that. and the Knives Out. Kristen doesn't like puppets. I don't like puppets. The Muppets are better, but here's the thing. Everyone else grew up watching Muppet things, and I did not. So everyone's like, oh my god, it's Kermit. And I'm like, he's a frog. <laughs> like, if there was any other frog on the street, you'd be like, oh my god, a frog. Yeah. You love frogs. Yeah. And yet, here is a frog <laughs> who is just a good soul. In The Last of Us, I was like, the frog is playing the piano. <laughs> And there were ducks. Kermit rides a bike. But like a ukulele. I don't know. I don't get it. So everyone's like trying to muppify. <laughs> everyone's trying to muppet muppetify everything. Muppify? Is it muppify or muppetify? Muppify. Okay. So we're trying. People are trying to muppetify. <laughs> like because the muppets make literally everything. Better. I think it would be fun. Like what don't you get? They're muppets. At their root, they're puppets. <laughs> <laughs> no, they very much are not. They're real. I don't know if you. I do know. like the closer people are like. It's funny how everyone's just like, that's Kermit. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> like, like oh, that's a person, like, working Kermit. Like, that's Kermit and Miss Piggy. There's a video of Miss Piggy interviewing someone on the red carpet. Yeah. But like, like, that's Miss Piggy interviewing yeah. them. Like, it's, that's it's just her. how it is. Yeah. yeah. But, like, I don't want that for a Knives Out movie. Okay, well, I very much do. It would be 
if the Muppets had a movie, this sounds dumb because it's the same thing, but it's not. If the Muppets had a movie and Benoit Blanc was part of it, that's different than a Benoit Blanc movie that the Muppets are a part of. And I know that that Venn diagram is almost a circle. It is completely a circle. It's, it's that. almost a circle. But it's not, and I want that separation. You Those are, are my thoughts for Knives Out 3. The hated minority. I always am. Yeah. I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm just trying to talk about the Muppets, man. <laughs> You're like... I'm a woman. Nobody likes me anyway. Proceed. Yeah. <laughs> all that. Just, just take it off. When I was in Atlanta, I went to the Center for Puppetry Arts, a puppet museum, which has a very large Jim Henson collection with Good. lots of Muppets. And the thing, the big bird thing from Dark Crystal. Have you seen Dark Crystal? I have not, actually, but I know Dark Crystal. Yeah. I've been meaning to see it for some time. Gexus. Gex. Gexus. Okay. When you said the big bird thing for a moment, my brain was genuinely like, I think you mean big bird. They had a big bird as well. They had one of the original big bird costumes. A costume? That's just a bird. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. It would probably be very interesting, the artistry behind it, but puppets are inherently creepy. <laughs> but the puppets aren't. Human puppets are creepy. Like. The Muppets are less creepy, but if they were not being operated by a human, and they were just sitting in a corner of a room, and it was late at night, and the light was dim... I would not go in that room. That's so weird. I would be like, oh my god, it's the Muppets. I would shut and lock that door (laughs) and be like, they're not coming to kill me. The Muppets have many powers. One of them is not being in Knives Out, out. Glass Onion. (laughs) We can talk about Knives Out, Glass Onion. As I was calling it, Glunion. (laughs) Yeah. Critics. Loved Glunion. Good. Including its screenplay, cast, direction, and musical score. The National Board of Review named it as one of its top 10 films of 2022, and it was nominated for Best Adapted Screenplay at the Academy Awards. I was going to look up what it was adapted from, and then I didn't. Oh. Let me look it up. It took inspiration from Agatha Christie novels, but I don't see anything that jumps out at me as... Adaptation. This was... An adaptation of Agatha Christie novel X. I don't see it. So, anyways, uh, best adapted screenplay. This might be a dumb question, but can it literally just be like a movie adapted from a screenplay, which all movies are? <laughs> but what? Just like, like how you I wrote a, a Muppets screenplay. movie with Benoit Blanc. Yeah, it's like, like I wrote Blanc a screenplay. Movie. It doesn't have to be a movie, with but the it Muppet. could be. And someone's like, oh, we'll make a movie. We'll adapt it from the screenplay. Like... <laughs> I don't believe it feels that's like how it, it works. It feels like a big old cheat, but... I don't believe that's how it works, but I, <laughs> I could it was. I think it might be adapted from, like, an amalgamation of Agatha Christie books. That could be. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I have on the Googs listeners. It could be that looking at the Wikipedia page, thanks, Wikipedia, you should sponsor us. <laughs> Um, 
it says that the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay is for the best screenplay adapted, as you would <laughs> from previously established material. So it may just be that since there are other films and film characters that Benoit Blanc has Benoit Blanc's been in Knives Out, it could just be that it is an adaptation from Knives Out because it's a sequel. But it's the same writer. I don't know if you can adapt a thing that you've already done. Like, if you write a new Sherlock Holmes story and your author, author, and your author, author Conan Doyle, you're not adapting Sherlock Holmes. You're just writing a new Sherlock Holmes story. It, it does say that the most frequently adapted media are novels, but other adapted narrative formats include stage plays, musicals, short stories, TV series, and even other films and film characters. All sequels are also considered adaptations. I should have just kept reading. Uh, by this standard based on the story and characters set forth in the original film. I hate that a lot. Well. Listeners. Actually, no, never mind. My, I've now said listeners twice and have no follow-up. I was going to ask, hey, if you know what Glass Onion is based off of, drop us a line. But apparently, you can just enter any sequel into the adaptation category. Yeah. I've been doing it for years. And you've lost every single time. Yeah. Because it's hack. It's cheating to enter a sequel in adaptation. God. I'm upset. Well, we've all learned something today. I'm upset. And it's upset Hallie. No. Well, while well, Hallie stews, mm, in case it's been a while since you've seen it. I don't understand it, David. Shut up. In case it's been a while since you've seen it. That's Onion Fellows, Hallie, the world's greatest detective. No, <laughs> it's actually about the world's other greatest detective. Benoit I was Blanc. busy that weekend. I couldn't do it. Benoit Blanc. I am. Who during quarantine I is stuck know. at home playing Among Us like everybody else, itching for a new case. When a mysterious puzzle box arrives at his apartment, he finds it contains an invitation to tech billionaire Miles Braun's private island where the invited guests will play a murder mystery game, trying to solve the murder of Braun himself. However, upon arrival, Braun tells Blanc he wasn't actually invited, and that one of the other guests must have given him an invitation as a joke. Blanc quickly solves the mystery game at dinner that evening, but tells Braun he is in danger. All of the five invited guests have a reason to want him dead. When men's right activist Duke Cody dies after drinking from Braun's cocktail glass, it appears Blanc's suspicions were correct, and a real murder mystery is afoot. An untested hydrogen fuel, a billion dollar sketch on a napkin, and a handy bottle of hot sauce, it's Glass Onion. Jeremy Renner's hot sauce. Yeah. Do not leave out that important detail. Yeah, he's got his own hot sauce. Got apparently. his own hot sauce. Yeah. The, um, Jared Leto's kombucha. Yeah, if you're gonna mention Jeremy Renner's hot sauce, you also have to mention Jared Leto's kombucha. It's legally obligated. Yeah. Like they literally signed a contract. Yeah. They together signed a contract that everyone else has to abide by. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, should we do the personality quiz? Would love to. Great. Who did you get, Kristen? Okay, so I said that there was one person I wanted to get, and that was a lie. There were actually two. Would have been happy to get Benoit Blanc. I did not. But I did get the other best person in the movie, Peg. Peg. Peg! Peg. I got Peg. That's, 
disappointingly fun. Yeah. Peg is great. Peg is I'm great. great. All is well. And that's... It says, Peg, you have an impeccable work ethic and are never truly off the clock. Extremely loyal, sharp, and organized. You're the one your friends go to when they need advice. Which is funny because the picture is of her almost knocking over the statue <laughs> with like a drink actively in her mouth. You know what? She contains multitudes. She does contain As multitudes. As do I. Yeah? Peg. Peg. Who did you get, Hallie? I do declare. Oh, that was not a good southern accent. <laughs> I got Ben Wobbelock. Because I'm the world's greatest detective. You are not. You're brilliant and observant, and you seek the truth no matter the cost. Your friends value your loyalty and persistence. Also, you know how to deliver one hell of a monologue. I said talking too fast and blurring the words. But that's fine. That's fine. I'm Ben Wobbelock, and the picture is his little swimsuit. Yeah. Benoit. Which is a costume in Among Us now. You oh, can get it? this little swimsuit with the yellow ascot. Ow. Yes. Wouldn't know. Why not? You're not invited to play Among Us? One time, these people I know played Among <laughs> Us. And they didn't invite me. And I like to mention it sometimes to make Hallie feel bad. Remember when you played Among Us with some people? Yeah. You know who wasn't invited? That's... <laughs> That's, there was room for one more, and I was like, <laughs> she actually thought about it. I was like, no, <laughs> she's, she's not gonna like that. So the game that everyone has played, because everyone was playing it, I've never played, <laughs> because no one has invited me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fun. It's really fun. Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. It's a yeah. blast. I bet it is. Uh-huh. Seems like a fun time. It is. We'd love to experience it one day. Maybe you'll get to. Doesn't seem Maybe. like it. Maybe we'll revive that little server where yeah. we would all post, like, I'm going to play Among Us. Yeah. And then people would join. Okay, but here's the thing. You've already had the server and made the announcement. You have to take the other step of inviting me to play it. I'm going to be the orange one. I'm already calling it. There is no orange. Yes, there is. I think there is. I just wanted you to be unhappy. There's a bear. That's the one David plays. Yeah. Can I be an orange bear? No. A the bear, bear costume is brown. Orange. <laughs> Maybe. Among Us. Among Us is great. I got Benoit Block too, by the way. <laughs> that lessens my victory, but yeah. it's a good result. Congratulations, Benoit's David. Great. Yeah. Benoit is great. I... So is Peg. Yeah. No, I would have preferred to get Peg, actually. Peg was my favorite character in the movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. she's great. Yeah. Peg, Benoit. That's us. That's us. That's us. That's who we are. Penwah. Penweg. Penweg. <laughs> Listeners, do you prefer... Wait, I only Penweg or Penwah? <laughs> Penwah sounds like a fancy French food. Yeah, it was wine of some kind. No. <laughs> or penguin. <laughs> The Pegwa. Pegwa? Why are you such a dick lately? <laughs> like everything you do lately is just slightly more dickish than usual. 
I'm evolving <laughs> into my highest self. <laughs> the one who's the meanest. <laughs> to have always been to become. What's what's your next Pokemon evolution name? Um Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> but spelled differently. No. Okay. <laughs> the N goes slightly further down. <laughs> Do you write it from the other way? From the other way. <laughs> it's a really subtle detail. Yeah. Only the true fans will get it. Okay, great. Yesterday, speaking of Pokemon, was Mewtwo's birthday. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Best Pokemon. Happy birthday, Mewtwo. Happy birthday, Mewtwo. Great. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that Mewtwo had a birthday. And shares it with my high school ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> David, have you considered that baby? Like, <laughs> they are one. Have you connected the dots? That diagram is a circle. <laughs> Was she like seven feet tall? <laughs> with little ball hands? And his big tail. <laughs> Explains an awful lot, yes. <laughs> to communicate with you entirely through telekinesis. Yeah. It's a little embarrassing that you hadn't noticed until just now. Yeah. Well. It's probably for the best that you broke up. Mewtwo's not ready for a steady <laughs> relationship. Mewtwo's gone through a lot, yeah. Yeah. He's still doing some self-discovery. Yes. All right, as, as we all are. Speaking of self-discovery. <laughs> Flawless segue. Overall, I liked, I liked this one. I liked Glass Onion. Good. Glass I think onion. I liked Knives Out a little bit better. Same. But, like, I appreciate what this one was doing as far as, like, spoofing the quote-unquote disruptors. Like, Elon Musk and celebrities who tell it like it is, as they constantly remind us. <laughs> They're just and saying like, what they're feeling. Yeah. And some people else. can't handle it. That's true. Yeah, like the men's right activist who lives with his mom. <laughs> and, yeah. I like that Benoit Blanc's conclusion about Miles Braun is that he's just a moron <laughs> who scummed his way into sole ownership of a billion dollar company that's maybe about to blow up the world with an untested hydrogen fuel. It is so gratifying when he's just like, My, Miles Braun is a moron. It's so mm. wonderful. Yeah. And when uh, Birdie is like, it's so dumb, it's genius. And he's like, no, no it's, it's just dumb. dumb. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that. Um, so, like, I did think the movie ran a little bit long, especially towards the end. But there are so many good scenes that, like, I didn't care. There was, like, the puzzle box opening montage mm-hmm. I really liked. Benoit Blanc solving the murder mystery game immediately after, like, sitting down to dinner. And then, like, the arrow coming and hitting Miles Braun is, like, a little, <laughs> little blood spatter. A little blood coming out. That was pretty good. One thing I did take issue with, which is on brand for me. No twin plots. <laughs> no. <laughs> no more twin plots. I'm I against twin plots. I forgot that was your thing. I did forget that you didn't like I forgot you plots. don't like any twin plots. I, I think this one was handled about as well as it could be. Okay. And I love that Andy and Helen had, like, a like a quote-unquote rich bitch 
character that mm-hmm. they played when they were growing up that Helen could just switch into to convince everyone that she was actually her sister. Mm-hmm. But, like, as a twin, it just annoys me. Like, as a time traveler, time travel plots <laughs> annoy me. <laughs> as a twin, there's so much more to us than, like, Dudes, why didn't you stop COVID if you're a time traveler? That would disrupt the time-space <laughs> continuum, and he didn't want to be a disruptor. <laughs> they're all assholes. <laughs> they're all shitheads. Um, I I wasn't like against the twin thing, but I I do sometimes get. The, it was fine because it didn't necessarily like change who the killer was per se. But sometimes I'm like, if I don't, if I don't know all the players who are on the board, how can I, I like, I like when people give me all the people and then they're like, figure it out. And then when there's a secret person, I'm like, hmm, that's cheating. (laughs) I love secret people. I love secret twins. People should play the Ace Attorney franchise. I mean, it was very well done in Gravity Falls. That was great. Love that secret twin. Love that secret twin. Um, but it's not my fave. I think. Remember when we were talking about Beauty and the Beast, and you were like, nobody likes a live action one, but I'm just so happy to be there because I love Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's how I feel about murder mysteries. There are ones that I don't like, but by and large, I'm just like, this is, there's a secret twin. Oh my God. (laughs) They're on an island. Oh, this is going long, but I am really enjoying the tension ratcheting up. Oh my God. Ben was going to solve it. And and it's, I'm just, I'm just having fun. I was just, I was just like, oh my God, she's a twin. I mean, it was fun. And like you said, it was handled pretty Mm -hmm. well. I don't think it was like done poorly. I also also am not a twin. Cannot weigh in. Cannot weigh in. But, (laughs) but. Um, but I loved I loved how it provided two sets of exposition. So instead of giving us all like the secret conversations with everybody, like we saw Benoit lurking around and got some info, but then we didn't get like what Andrew. Lionel and Catherine Hahn, Claire, Claire were talking about in the pool until we had done the like right. mm-hmm. getting up to, and then like we found out that like Duke knew that. Whiskey was it was seducing seducing Miles and um, all this other stuff. So like instead of overloading with exposition at the beginning, mm-hmm. they just like rewound and gave us a little bit more. I do like when they do that. They're like the Weird. same scene from a slightly yeah, different perspective. It's like, ah, because I'm like ah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it just like satisfies a primal instinct within me like really scratches an itch yeah 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 i liked i like the plot twist i liked the structure of it for sure and i liked that the twins weren't like one of them went on to become a tech almost billionaire mm-hmm. before she got screwed out of the company but the other one is just like a teacher yeah and like they seem to have very different lives which is you know as a twin that's a thing that happens. Yeah. You're not always joined at the hip. Sometimes you don't even look exactly the same. <laughs> and sometimes that would really, really fuck up a plot. It, it would. Like this one. Yeah. Would you would you impersonate your twin to in in this whole context to figure out what happened to them? 
It would be very difficult to do. I, I don't look enough. Do I don't look enough like my brother. I'm gonna write you a glass on your script of your brother, you and I'm gonna sometime. make you do it. Yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna murder him. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna be like David. Go convince those people that he's not dead. <laughs> yeah. You have to show us a picture of your twin brother. Yeah, we want to see. I don't know if I... We want to see. And then we'll tell you, like, oh, well, you'd have to cut your hair this way. You just have to buy. That's it. Just cut your hair this way. You gotta buy um, jeans. I don't know. That would be hard. It would be hard. You've got you've got a like, like similarities. Yeah. All you gotta do is just I mean, like, we look like we're related, but like, I don't know if there's another. Is you just gotta cut the hair. Like, that again yeah, is the biggest the difference. He's often wearing a hat. This okay, so okay, the hat helps hat. you. You just, that, you just yeah, also you get a hat. to cut your hair then. You just hide it with the hat. You just also get a hat and then just also grow some facial hair. No, I think you guys look pretty similar. Yeah. Of course we look similar. We're, we're twins. <laughs> we're related. Your argument's falling apart, David. You made it seem like you didn't look that much alike. And you do, like, I went to school with, like, there were three sets of twins in my grade. You guys look more alike than any of the three sets of twins in my grade. I'm trying to see if there's any out there. My one basis for twins. <laughs> I went to school with six, three pair twins. Three pair. <laughs> three pair. Did you shout that at them through the hallway? Three pair. Three pair. So twin plots. So twin, twin plots. plots. I'm not into them, but like if we're gonna have a twin plot, which we shouldn't, <laughs> this one was this one was like better than most. Yeah. I will take it. I think the movie overall, it's probably like a seven and a half for me. I, I enjoyed it. Like, I, I think Knives Out was probably about an eight-ish or maybe a little bit more. I think so. But, well, about a seven and a half. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Glass Onion's like an eight, eight point five for me. I liked it more than Knives Out, but I am in the minority for that one. Yeah, I like Knives Out more. Yeah. What do you like about this one more than Knives Out? I'm not sure. I think, I think I thought it was funnier than Knives Out, which is perhaps a standard that is unfair to hold a murder mystery to. But I thought that, like, both movies make fun of rich white people. But I don't know. I just, I just, I think Edward Norton has never had a finer role in his life, and. Just Edward Norton. Just Edward Norton. <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, how to put into words. I think I think it's because like so Knives Out turned less into a whodunit and more into a keep them from finding out it. You know, like yeah. a ways into the movie and mm -hmm. like even though you could kind of sense there was going to be some other twist about like oh Marta's not actually responsible, I was like I want I want the classic. And so Glass Onion gave me a little bit closer to that classic. Like, you don't know who it is until closer to the end. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I genuinely, like, didn't really know which one of them. I was actually just going to be like, oh, they all did it. They were, all, they were all gang in on it together. 
my thing. And I, I feel kind of like a jerk when I say this, but I'm like, how did people not know it was Miles? Because Jeez. they literally showed him handing the drink to Duke. And like the thing is that the, they had Duke's phone going off and the Mona Lisa mm. protection thing kept going up and down and Birdie was spinning and music was playing and they were like, look at her, look at her. And I'm like, seems like a real classic case of throw a bunch of stuff at people to overstimulate them so they don't look at this. So I was watching everything like a hawk. So when Miles handed the Duke mm -hmm. a drink, I was like, there we go. And then Duke died. And then Miles was like, oh, he must have picked up my drink by mistake. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you handed it to him. And then lo and behold, Miles handed Duke the drink and poisoned him. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I saw. Like, And so part of me felt bad because I'm like, you told us. There's not much to figure out because you told us. And... I told everyone, I was like, how did people not figure out that they should be paying attention when they handed the drink over and no one I talked to has been like, I, I also saw that. Everyone's been like, no, I didn't see. No. And I'm like, oh. You know why? Because I'm the world's greatest detective no, because I sensed that the situation aren't. was ratcheting up. No, the thought, thing is that I was like, I was like, oh my God, the situation's ratcheting up. The murder's going to happen. Who's going to die? Oh my God, it's going to be great. Like, is it going to be Miles or is it going to be someone else? Oh my God, a murder. And I was just like a puppy with its tail wagging. You were so excited about the death that I couldn't even think about trying to look for who might be causing no, the no, death. Because, because I got ahead of I the might game. be the world's greatest detective, but I am also a staunch supporter of just laying back and letting the mystery happen to you. Like Listeners, does this not qualify me for world's greatest detective? It doesn't because I play Nancy Drew games and I, I played I, a Barbie mystery a, game so as a I. child and never no, saw it. No, because I am like <laughs> so take that I'm so good at solving mysteries guys I kept a diary when I was young where I lied about solving mysteries with my friends listeners 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 the other day like, Handy we the wrong. other day Hallie I said Tandy <laughs> Hallie handed me a list of post-it notes that I had given her many moons ago and was like, look at all these. And we were like, LOL, remember when we had free time? And then later on, handed me another stack of post-it notes being like, you also gave me these. And I was like, this is not my handwriting. And she had literally seen a stack of my post-it notes like three hours before and I like, did not put it together. <laughs> I'm like Columbo. Everybody underestimates me because I'm just generally a dope. But someday, you'll all rue it. And by did, you all, I mean Kristen specifically. Did you see Miles hand Duke the glass? No. Why didn't anyone look? <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am truly baffled. And I think that's part of the reason that I didn't dislike this movie, but I was like, there's nothing to figure out. Like... Okay, but see, and maybe this would have been different if I had not just been so freaking excited during that scene. But um, but I love that at the end, Benoit is so mad about what a stupid murder it was and how the, the one murder you did that has any panache was stolen from me. Uh, he's just like, Miles Broad is an idiot. Uh, in Breathe Eight. I did notice that and I was like, shut up, Miles. But I was so happy when. It's like it's a total reclamation yes. of everything. I was like, 
I don't think that's the correct word here. And he just, and then while I just started referencing all these times, Miles has been a dumbass and it was just so great and i love i love benoit's like i'm very bad at dumb things sort of sort of vibe he doesn't like the clue game he doesn't like among us i did not and he struggled with this case because miles is just so dumb and the whole thing was just you know it was an allergy murder yeah, the Just moment Duke was like, juice. the moment Duke was like, Duke don't dance with pineapple. I was like, all right, so that's that's a clue, that's a thing. <laughs> and so when he handed the drink, I was like, I bet there was pineapple in the drink. <laughs> so I was a little bit bitter about that. I bet you're a lot of fun at parties. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Um, also. The house in Knives Out was so cool. And Miles's house oh was like a man who has money who's it's, filling it with expensive things, but it is it does not look good. It's so awful. It looks, That's why I love it. It I, it was so ugly though. And I love so that I was he like, like I want a pretty house. He like kind of acknowledges it, you know. He's like, this isn't just like some rich asshole's house, you know. It's like a it's like a commune. It's like a creative commune. I was like, shut up. Every word that you say is worse. <laughs> All the glass things on their individual awful. pedestals. I'm like. No. There's so much that. So so much. Did you enjoy them getting smashed? Yeah. Yeah. Would love to experience it one day. Just mm-hmm. smash something. Preferably something um important and worth a lot of money to someone I hate. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a key component of smashing a thing. Hmm. What what's like the ideal thing you would smash? Okay, this is not a smash, but <laughs> I always, always wanted in the era of flip phones to just like snap one in two. <laughs> like, you know, you're just holding it and you want to, when it's open, it's so easy to just break it. And I never got to. And I think it'd be really fun if someone one day had a broken one that was not salvageable or anything. Um, because I would feel bad because I'd be like, I, I, you can use these parts. It's probably a perfectly good phone. But if it truly is dead and not coming back to life, I want to snap it in two. Mm-hmm. That's not a smash, but that's a snap. I may be able to make that happen for you. <laughs> if your phone dies completely, please let me snap it. It's probably going to be harder than I think it will be. But like, I'm I ready. have some extras that I got off of eBay that are probably 3G and like not supported anymore. Okay. Because, listeners, I use a flip phone. I don't know if this has come up before. It probably has. But I I love my flip phone. <laughs> Do you ever hold it and want to snap it? No. Not once? No, because it's my phone. Okay, yeah. But like, I also had that <laughs> urge that I had a flip phone. And then those, those slide phones. I want to do it for that, too. Yeah. Mm. Although I've told this to people. And a lot of people are like... No, I never had that urge. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Maybe okay. it's just me. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I used to... Because I, I figured that I would just use a flip phone forever. Sometimes I'd go on eBay and be like, old flip phones. <laughs> and then I'd pick one up for like 15, 20 bucks. And then it would be my upgrade. <laughs> Yeah. The way you live your stay is astounding. Yeah. 
you know, someday I just really want to take a bottle and smash it against a counter and then have a sharp glass bottle in my hands. In like a, like a bar? Yeah. Like a bar setting? Preferably in a bar setting, yes. I do think it'd be really fun to like take a bat and smash something. <laughs> <laughs> because like, listen, you get some satisfaction if you take it and just like throw it on the ground. But if you have a thing to swing. Yeah. Yeah. Propel your whole body force behind. Yeah. yeah. He's taking notes. Wear no. protective eyewear. That's important. There was something. Sure. There was something I read about, and I'm looking it up. Where you can t- you can go and you can smash things. You with can the go bat. and smash stuff. There was like it was like a yeah. cafe in mm-hmm. Japan or something. It's called like a rage room or something. They have those, and then I saw on Tumblr they had a quote from one of the people who worked there who was like, "We expected it to be men, but it's women. Yeah, they come in droves." And I'm like, "Yeah, we have a lot of like pent up rage, and we don't have any socially acceptable outlets for them. No." Or, like, I remember um, on a show I once watched, they had a thing where they had, like, ceramic dishes mm-hmm. where it's just clay. It hasn't been, like, finished and looked mm-hmm. nice or anything. And, yeah, you could just throw them and smash them. And I'm like, God, that would be so <laughs> cathartic. Yeah. That's, uh, would love to experience it. We should, we should find one. We should! <gasps> I bet there's one in the Chicago area, I'm probably. I'm going to do the most smashing. <laughs> Catching up, David. Go smash! <laughs> Sma- smashing up David. <laughs> David, we're gonna be doing it. We're gonna kick your ass. <laughs> Mostly me. Yeah. I'm strong. You both could probably beat me up, honestly. The thing is, though, that you just seem so, like, chill about things. Yeah. And I feel like if we truly hit you, you would just be like, hey. <laughs> what is that? No, no, like defensive maneuver. You would just be like, what? "Stop!" And not just like, not just like a like a whack on your arm. Like if we fully punched you in the face, you'd be like, "What was that?" Like dislocated your yeah. jaw. <laughs> <laughs> you'd react more than that, but I feel, I don't know. I don't think you'd not. Much would more. you come back with a swing? Probably not. Yeah. But, I mean, it depends. If we were like. It sounds stupid, but if you were, like, actually trying to hurt me, I think I'm less likely to than if we went into it being like, let's, like, have a play fight. Then, like, I'd play fight you. But, like, if you were, like, actually trying to hurt me, I'd probably just be like, stop. What is happening? how evolution is supposed to go. To go. To go. To go. I used to, like, play fight with my friends when I was a kid, though. I was in karate. What belt did you get? Like, yellow. Like, nice. the second one or whatever. I was not in karate for very long. It was, like, I had to choose between, like, that and, like, swim lessons or something. And yeah. I wanted swim lessons, so. That's but, fair. Yeah. wanted a little bit of kicking. A little kicking. A little kicking. A little kicking, a little bit of punching. Yeah. Did that for a little while. I think my parents were also relieved, like having twin boys who were both in karate was, <laughs> yeah. like, not a good time for them, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, don't hit me. <laughs> Please. We're going to do it when you least expect it. Yeah. I'll consider not hitting you, but I make no promises. Great. On that note, 
Glanion. The Glanion. Glanion. Um, well, we talked a little bit about Miles Braun. We should talk a little bit more about Miles Braun. What he sucks. <laughs> what a what a terrible person. Yeah. He is. Yeah, I like that he just starts as like a hanger onto the group that yeah. Andy like just kind of knows him and is like, hey. Here's Miles, and everyone's like, man. <laughs> uh, I, I was confused, though, because, um, you know, Benoit was like, how do you guys know each other? You seem to, like, all come from different walks of the earth. And that's when Miles, Miles goes into his whole, like, we're disruptors thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that doesn't explain how you guys met. Okay, and so even when they showed them at the bar, I'm like, once again, <laughs> How did you guys all cross paths? Because you all have very different interests. And if they just said, like, oh, we just met at a bar, I'd be like, oh, okay. But it was established that they were already friends. And I'm like, did you meet at the bar? Did you meet at Santa's Club? Like, I mean, I don't need context, but Benoit asked them how they met, and they didn't answer it. And then we got a flashback that still didn't answer it. I don't care. I shouldn't. I also it's a dumb least, thing to care about. Miles also like. I feel like he's the type of person you'd ask a thing, and he would give you something that is not actually the answer to your question. You know, yeah. because like, of course, oh, how'd you meet? You can be just like, oh, we were friends in a bar. Like, I think disruptors recognize each other, and then his whole, like. You break a norm or a convention that everybody wants broken anyway. And then you ask yourself, am I the kind of person who will keep going? It was like, you are talking about people who have a sweatpants company. (laughs) A politician. Nobody likes those. A scientist, man. Like... I don't know his official job title. And he he was like, you think he... A men's rights activist. A men's rights activist. Who has a lot of, of Twitch views. Like... Is he was what the first one to get a million followers on Twitch? Something like that. Yeah. With men's that's rights. something. It is something. Yeah. So he just he just. Oh no! I love that scene because of the cockamamie nonsense he's spewing. Oh no! It's very important for him. I'm like, we didn't, we didn't get an answer to the question. <laughs> I kind of assumed they met at the bar. I'm surprised that that wasn't stated. In, like, in retrospect. But, yeah. I just assumed it was at the bar. They were just like, oh, Birdie was a washed-up model, Mm -hmm. and Claire had just lost her race for, like, city council. And I'm like, are you all drowning your sorrows at the bar? That makes sense. I don't know. It's a dumb detail that does not matter. Had met at the bar at some point before then. Maybe. And then they were friends. But. Best friends forever. BFFs. Miles. Hang around. He does seem to have, like, some ability. He got Birdie her gig. He helped Claire with the thing. But then it feels like he just he just hit the ceiling. All it seems like he did the good things. And even then, I can't tell if it's like he annoyed those people. You're right? Like, I behind like, the scenes to be clear. making this happen. Or these people were like, guy seems kind of weird, but like... Generally nice. Yeah, we'll do this. And then they talk to him more and they're like, Jesus Christ. I don't think it was like any kind of skill that landed how it happened. I think he's just a white man who won't give up. 
slash who doesn't realize that people don't like him. You know, opens a lot of doors when you're that kind of guy. So uh, I think I think that is possibly his only virtue. And then he did a bad thing. He wrote Andy out. Yes. Because he's a douchebag. Because he wanted to blow up the world. Mm-hmm. Figuratively and literally. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get as much of Andy as I would have liked, but I mean, it's already a long movie. It's so long. <laughs> and we see a lot of Helen, who we think is Andy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But isn't Andy. But is not. Not Andy. Twins. Because they're twins. Lotless. Named Helen and Cassandra on an island in Greece. Yeah. Yeah. I like that detail. So let's talk about, let's talk about those two. The... Hello, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> That's their sibling name. <laughs> As most siblings have. Yeah. You don't have that? What's your sibling name, David? <laughs> I mean, mine would be... Devin. Which is a real Which name. Which is a real name. <laughs> God, that's boring. Yes, it is. Too many siblings. It's too many. Yeah. <laughs> Sibling names. Helen and Andy. Helen and Andy. I liked that Andy, Helen, was so good at getting all these things. My oh, mom was like, you should take up drinking. Like, that was, there was a very were killing line. it. And she really was. Yeah. She's just mm-hmm. going around getting all this information, barely talking to people, just eavesdropping. Yeah, yeah. just eavesdropping. Good at snooping. Good at snooping. Digging around. Snoop. Snoop. I love that tiny exchange on the beach. The way Big Mom says, Snoop. And puts, pushes the sunglasses up. Helen was so brave going into that den of beasts. I really, I did think that maybe she had died. And I was like, well, this is a really effective way of showing us like that. That like, not that Andy wasn't an innocent person, but like a more innocent person by virtue of not being directly involved with these people has, has gone. Um, and it would have been like, I was like, oh no, Benoit's going to blame himself. And he's going to be a yeah. sad detective. That's the only thing better than a detective. <laughs> uh, but that was not the case, which was like the right choice for the story. I was very glad Helen wasn't dead. But yeah. I don't know. I did like that she was just like, I'm buttressing real hard, Benoit. But uh, she was just like, yeah, I'll pretend to be my twin after some convincing from Benoit Blanc. Yeah. I like that scene a lot where she shows up at his place and is like trying to tell him what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I was... Hugh Grant was and there. And Hugh Grant husband was there. Husband Philip. <laughs> husband <laughs> Philip. But I like that everyone was just like, it's Hugh Grant. Like, it's not like, oh, he, Hugh Grant plays a character <laughs> who like, is married to Benoit. <laughs> Everyone's like, Hugh Grant is married to Benoit Blanc. <laughs> People have also been wanting a prequel where Hugh Grant is at the center of some kind of elaborate scheme and so Benoit has to keep like interviewing him and following him and stuff and he just tries to flirt with him the whole time. And yes, I want that. I want that very much. 
I like them. I want more scenes with Philip and Benoit. Philip. 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 I don't want that in the scene. But I want more scenes with them. I don't necessarily want a prequel because... I don't know. I feel like that's what fan fiction's for. People, oh, can come up, people can come up with real fun stuff. But I would <gasps> love to have a movie where, for some reason, Benoit Blanc like forgot some essential thing at home, and he keeps having to call and be like, "Hi, can you find <laughs> this?" And it just keeps getting like Philip keeps getting more and more like, Ugh! and he eventually helps solve the mystery. But yeah, something like that. I did like how Philip was. I'm looking. I'm looking up. I want to see what the landscape is. Uh, I really did like. How Philip was clearly um, just so annoyed with Benoit's mopiness. Are you in the bathtub again? But this isn't, but that's, we were talking about Helen, who is awesome. And uh, impersonated her twin. And it's such a good job. And she kept like, oh, I'm not good on boats. Like, this was not a good, this was a difficult ask of her. Yeah. There are 1,204 fanfics under Knives Out movies. I was going there now because it seemed like it was taking you a long time. (laughs) And I was like, what is wrong? Mine says 1,205. So something happened (laughs) in those couple of seconds. Magic was made. (laughs) That makes me very happy. Never stop writing fanfic. Fanfic is the backbone of our society. This one ships Marta and Ransom. Yeah, I just found one, and I I just stumbled across... No. 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 This one ships Peg and Lizzie. I know! (laughs) That's good. (laughs) That's very good. I did like... Okay, we can come back to Andy, but I did... Okay, this is part of it. But um, when Helen was going around and, you know, like, talking to people and whatnot, I do like that... She did such a good job of having the one-on-one conversations, including mm-hmm. the conversation with Whiskey, yeah. which is just like a chill walk to the thing. And yeah. it's nice because, um, I don't know, I feel like Whiskey, whiskey seemed, I... like I feel like we were meant to underestimate right. her. And I was like, oh no, she's super nice. Sorry, feminist. Sorry, feminist. <laughs> but then she was just like, oh, I read through all your court transcripts, and if I want to get into politics someday, i got to distance myself from this. Right. It's like, wow, you seem like a cool, reasonable person. Right. Bless yeah. Whiskey. She's great. Yeah. Love yeah. Whiskey. And love Whiskey. Love that Andy just had that connection. Yeah. Just that's that random thing. little connection. Yeah. With Whiskey. And I'm glad, I mean... Because everyone else was like, oh, yeah, of course, Whiskey's whiskey. here, too. Because hmm. your name is Whiskey, so they automatically write her off. Yeah. I'm I'm not saying I'm happy Duke is dead, but I'm happy Whiskey can now move on to be with Peg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Good for Peg, Whiskey. Peg needs something good in her life. Peg needs, Peg <laughs> needs something <laughs> Peg needs a good resume. Peg can do PR for Whiskey when she runs for politics. <laughs> runs for yeah. politics. Yeah. It'll be like a Ben Wesley thing. Um, yeah, so Andy just did a really good thing. Helen. 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 She did such a good job. You keep calling her Andy. She such a good job. Mm-hmm. Fabulous job. And I like that she was holding her own. And I like when she was like, you guys didn't even email me back. And they were yeah. like, 
yeah, no, I'm a politician. I don't put anything in emails. We called. And she was like, say this all one more time. <laughs> and there was never, I was so glad there was never any slip of like, yeah, but then when Andy, I did this. Like, she didn't hesitate once, but you could no. tell occasionally when she was like, how do I salvage when I'm that? How do I salvage yeah. possibly revealing a thing? That was great. And it's great because they, you know, Andy was mad at all of them. So her being like aloof and mm -hmm. not saying much worked fabulously. Yeah. Yeah. Fabulously. Yeah. So one of the people that Andy was, Helen was, Andy was supposed to be upset with was Birdie J. I'm just going through my list of characters. <laughs> you have no other, no other, no other follow-ups on Birdie J. You were gonna yeah, like gonna there was going to be a sentence after that. Or something. I was just throwing out a name. Okay, Birdie J is... She had a pretty rainbow dress. A wonderful representation of any person who's like, I just tell the truth. Any person, like, okay. especially like an out-of-touch celebrity who thinks their celebrity gives them that kind of immunity. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow and like all those other... It things. was... An immediate, like, showing of character that it takes place in May 2020, yeah. Panny D times, and she's having a party. Like, Birdie, should you be And she's like, don't worry, they're all in my pot. And it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, <laughs> she's worried I will tweet. Reach <laughs> yeah, a slur again. again. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the classic, like, tell me. You didn't think sweatshops are where they made the sweatpants. Although, I'm like, she doesn't seem that dumb. Like, I get no. it, but at the same time, I'm like, I could just see her being like, it's fine. Like, not Perfect. in the sense that she's like, yes, let's exploit people. Yeah. Um, but in the sense that she's like, don't they just, like, naturally not pay as much over there anyway? Like, she's, she doesn't question. That sort of a vibe. I'm but really, yeah, she was she was entertaining. People like to have the comment about how she was kind of flirting with Benoit Blanc, yeah. you know, like put her feet on his lap and everything. And then when Miles is like, Do, "What are what's the name of the sweatpants? Sweetie, sweetie, something? sweetie, sweetie pants? pants, sweetie pants." Yeah. He's like, "You know, sweetie pants." And Benoit was like, "I live in mine." <laughs> and people are like, "Oh, she pieced it together right then." And it's like, "No straight man <laughs> living in my sweatpants." <laughs> And because after that, you don't really see her flirt with him again. <laughs> She's That's like, really oh, funny. Put that together. The ascot was not a sign, but no, the whole the whole swimming ensemble was not a sign. Not a sign. <laughs> I I love I. I thought the way she's like, Miles, you're so funny having this around. Where she's on the magazine because she's also clearly like, oh my. God, my magazine's here. And, like, it's not just, like, oh, you have that. Like, she makes a big show about, like, how funny is it that this is here with my face on it. Yeah. yeah. And I really liked her swimsuit. Her swimsuit was nice. Her outfits were wonderful. Her outfits were great. Huge shout-out to the mesh mask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there wonderful was a whole post about... Everyone's masks and how they like also immediately show the characters of people. I, I sent it to myself so mm -hmm. that I could reference it immediately. This is from Tumblr user Buckley Robin. 
full full credit where okay. credit is due. But it says that Helen's mask is Andy. Huh? Huh? What? So she doesn't have a mask on because her mask is that Helen's pretending to be Andy. Okay. Um, and okay. then for Benoit, it says his fashionable mask matches his outfit and fits his face well. It shows he's detailed or detail oriented and conscious. And then for Birdie, she's a fashion designer. She naturally doesn't care about COVID and the severity of it. Her mask is purely for aesthetic. This is Lana Del Rey's mask. And it has a picture of Lana Del Rey with the same mask. And I'm like, oh, Lana, no, that's not Lana. a good look. Um, for Lionel, it says, he knows the best mask to wear is a KF94. It wasn't recommended yet. He's even double masked, and it fits correctly on his face. He's a scientist. He's a scientist. And then for Claire, it says, it doesn't fit right. She must constantly touch it. She's a politician, so she, so she's aware of how she's supposed to look, but she can't necessarily be bothered to come up with a sustainable solution to a problem. The mask does have an adjustable strap. She could just adjust it, but chooses not to. And then Duke and Whiskey are not wearing masks. Are we surprised? We first meet Duke while he's decrying the breastification of America a few minutes ago. And then it has Peg, and it says she follows Birdie everywhere. She's not too worried about things. She wasn't wearing a mask at the party, but she refuses to hug Duke, probably because he isn't wearing a mask. She's kind of between two worlds. Mm -hmm. And then they have the incredible screenshot of a thing at the end where it's like, I watched Glass Onion, and my hot take is that it should have ended with Benoit Blanc going home and testing positive for COVID. I like when he's like, so what? what's in that thing? It's like, don't worry about it. You're good. You're you don't good. need the mask. Is it like you're a good. disinfectant or you're good? You're good. Which was also such a, like, Miles Braun has apparently unlocked the secret to just quashing COVID and it's not making it. Big Grinch, Grinch energy when he's like six o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell, Tell no one. one. <laughs> but more real because billionaires could do that. They could yeah. do things like this and just don't. And Dolly Parton put money towards the Moderna vaccine. She like helped fund something. She did. Because Dolly like, Parton's woman. Yeah. yeah. She's Didn't great. Elon Musk at one point ask somebody yeah. like he the asked. UN how much it would cost to solve world hunger? Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, okay, and gave him a figure that, that was like. Within his means. Six billion. Yeah. That was like a fraction of what he spent like, to buy Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Great. Yeah. So that's so that was just another detail I liked about Miles Braun being filthy rich. Yeah. Um Oh, we were talking about Birdie. I was like, how did Birdie? we get on this? And oh, it was her the mask. mask yeah. Um Birdie's just there to have a good time. She's not really aware of things. Like, She's just like here to play a game, here to chill out. They're like, Well, this ended and everything sucks, so we're just gonna go home and yeah. she's like, No, let's stay and I'm like I, too, would want to stay on the Greek island, so, like, like who can blame her? Birdie obviously sucks and is the worst, but yeah. I also can't quite bring myself to detest her the way that I do the others. She's objectively as bad because of, like, the sweatshop thing, and she clearly has no respect for not being racist and yeah. political <laughs> correctness and all that. But, like, if I was forced to hang out with one of them... And Lionel was not available. I would choose Bernie. <laughs> so if you're forced to hang out with two of them, <laughs> but Lionel separately, <laughs> yes. If Lionel, not Peg, not Whiskey, not Peg. Maybe Whiskey. Well, I mean, one any of the disruptors, the disruptors, the disruptors. 
Lionel at least Lionel, seems, he seems like he's like going along with things and he shouldn't, but he knows he shouldn't. He's and not like, good, but he's, like he has more of a conscience than the others. He's definitely the smartest one. Yeah, and then I don't know. Yeah, Birdie's next. Then Clara Van Duke. Duke is bad because he's a men's rights activist, <laughs> but at the same time, he was funny. Yeah. Like, he's chilling. It really and they're like, like, you have a Google alert set up for movies? And he's like, yeah, I like to watch movies. <laughs> like, like, the worst, perhaps the worst thing Glass Onion has done is also its greatest strength, which is that all of its parodies are so funny. They're so painfully accurate and they're so funny that you love hating all the characters. Yeah. I do like when they were like, the police are going to come. And Claire immediately is like, oh no, a politician hanging out with like whatever she calls Birdie and like a men's rights activist during a pandemic. Also loves the whole um, Miles' invitation where he's like, we could all use a sense of normal. Mm-hmm. So let's all go to my like private island. island in Greece. It was giving Kim Kardashian when mm-hmm. she was like, it was so nice to pretend to have things normal for a bit. So we all went to my private island for my yep. 40th birthday. And everyone's like, Kim, no one uses normal and private Shut island up, in like Kim. the same sentence. That's not a thing people do. So I'm like, yeah, yeah make fun of the rich people. Yeah. eat them Mm -hmm. but anyways that sort of ties into why i thought peg was my favorite character because she is not any of of the disruptors (laughs) she she is sort of she's sort of in like our position of like having to put up with all of this but she's like but like even worse because she has to like damage control yeah yeah figure out how to take this nonsense and <laughs> fix it as it goes poorly and Birdie just keeps trying to take her phone and everything. Yeah. And Peg even goes up to Miles and is like, please don't do this. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who are you? Okay. Yeah. Oh, Peg. Peg. Oh, Peg. Yeah. That's on brand for. Mm-hmm. I had a, a friend in grad school who at one point was interviewing to be I don't think it was Miley Cyrus it was somebody in Miley Cyrus's circle like be their personal assistant Mm -hmm. and she went to their birthday party and it was just a disaster (laughs) like I need to know everything I can tell you more about it later it doesn't it's not a story that has to show up on the podcast but yeah, had a had a very peg experience before she like when she was pretty new in LA and trying to find a job and everything yep. and like this was a job that she thought she could do and oh man. All right, one small thing about it <laughs> is that she wasn't she didn't have much money at the time but also wanted to like make a good impression and this was yeah. this person's birthday party so she saved up and like you know ate ramen for a couple weeks or whatever something along those lines so she could get her like a fancy like bracelet or something yeah it was like you know a few hundred dollars which was more than she could afford at the time but it was like it's a celebrity i gotta get something nice yeah, i really yeah. need this job it would be nice 
and she shows up and was like, "Hey, you know, I'm me. <laughs> I'm <laughs> audition. You know, not auditioning, but you know, here for the interview. I'm gonna see the thing. Here's the present." And she just Miley or whoever it was. Was it Miley Cyrus? Miley or not Miley. We are all either Miley Cyrus or yeah. not Miley Cyrus. Um, just took it and like threw it into a pile of all the other gifts and like didn't even acknowledge her for like the rest of the evening. She if just I like was sat her, by herself in the corner. Yeah, that gift back. Right, I would have gone into there and just picked it up. So that I'd I could be like, one, I can either have this for myself or yeah. two, I can yeah return it and then have money again. Yeah. Like clearly this Miley or not Miley did not care about it. So... Yeah. It wasn't Lindsay. Yeah, it wasn't Lindsay Lohan because it wasn't. It was somebody in like that circle though, like that sort of age range. Okay. And, so like yeah. like early mid twenties star who was. Yeah, because it was. I don't. It wasn't yeah. Lindsay Lohan because it wasn't like somebody who was like famously a mess or whatever. Oh, okay. This was just. She just did not care about my friend at all <laughs> and, like, didn't learn her name, did not acknowledge her, like, the entire afternoon. That sucks. And, yeah. Yeah. But she could have She could have been Peg. She could have been Peg. Could have... Seems like it saved her a lot of stress, though. I don't think oh, anybody wants sure. Peg. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. That would have been... It would have made a good story after she... Quit the job later. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. Never talk to this celebrity again. <laughs> but yeah, <sighs> yeah. Peg, poor Peg. Poor Peg. I loved her little hat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good little hat. Bucket hats are coming back. They are. They've been back. It's about. <laughs> Claire, what I really love about you is you really try. <laughs> yeah. So, this we can talk very briefly about this. What was up with Daryl? Oh, I love that he was just there, did not actually play any part. Because I think at least I, maybe other people were like waiting for Daryl for him to, to be like, relevant, right? yeah, become relevant. Even if it's just like, oh yeah, I saw someone walk past with a gun or something, and then you're like, who was it? And then Daryl's like, it was Miles or something. Yeah. Love that he truly was just there. Miles is like, yeah, he's going through something. He's, like, he's just crashing. I was so happy with the writing decision to genuinely not make him important to the plot yeah. at all. And I think, I think that actor is just like friends with Ryan Johnson or something. Incredible. And they were just, like, I have to double check, but I thought that I read something about how he happened to be filming nearby, so he came to say hi, and they were just like, it'd be really funny if we just filmed you in the background of these scenes. So they just did. <laughs> yeah. He was great. He previously appeared in Knives Out as Trooper Wagner. Hi. I don't know who that is, but yeah, the the actor Noah Segan, Sagan perhaps, um, also been in a bunch of other Ryan Johnson mm. films, Looper and Brick. Are they Brick is so good. Brick is really good. Brick is so so good. Brick, but I liked Looper. We should watch Brick. It is not a pop culture sensation. Is it about? I've seen Brick. Bricks. No. We can't. Play. I know but we, watch Brick. But we, I mean, we can but watch it we... for fun. Kristen, go watch Brick. Go watch Brick. It's I'm so look up good. The summary of Brick. 
I feel like we've talked about this movie before. This does not feel like the yeah. first time this has come it's up. It's like a noir, but with high school kids. Oh, yeah. we have talked And they about don't swear this. at all, which is really incredible. It has JGL. Because it feels like they're swearing all the time. And it has Tess from Roswell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Oh! This guy was in Knives Out. He was the other police person. The one who wasn't Lakeith Stanfield. You're either Keith or you're not. You're Miley or you're not. (laughs) Trooper Wagner. Trooper Wagner. Yeah. Wow, he does have a lot of, like, smaller roles in things. Good for him. Good for him. All right. All right. All right. All right. Daryl. Daryl. Yeah, I I wasn't sure how I felt about Daryl. I mean... The movie would not be any different if he was not, <laughs> he was not there. there. <laughs> but that's part of why it's so funny. Kind of funny that he was there. Yeah, well, I I mean, I just, it feels very, like, organic in the sense of, like, oh, this person was having fun making this movie, and then he thought it would be funny to put his friend in it while not yeah. jeopardizing the plot of the movie. Like, if he had written Daryl into the plot because of this, that would have been, like, a, too much. But as it was, it was like, oh, Ryan Johnson, he's just having a good time. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just having fun. Yeah. I just, I love when you can tell that the creators of a movie just had fun. Yeah. And he's, he's at the point in his career where he can, he can afford to do that. that He wants. Yeah. And like sometimes the best things come out of people just having fun. Like it's great. Yeah. He sold the franchise for like half a billion dollars. Good for Ryan. (laughs) Big money. He can, uh, he can do pretty much anything he, anything his little heart desires. So, yeah, why not? Daryl, he's there. <laughs> I hope that he's in the third one. <laughs> I do too. There's been a precedent set now. Yeah, he's gotta, he's gotta show up somewhere. Yeah. There are some of the other people that we didn't really get, like some of the other disruptors, we didn't get that much about. Like, there's Claire and Lionel. I feel like we got the least of Lionel. The least of Lionel. They showed him at the beginning Mm -hmm. where, you know, he's zooming with all those people who were like, tell him no. And he's like, madness, genius, blah, blah, blah. He faxes me in the middle of the night. I'm like, well, I get these. Kids equal NFTs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, there's there's not much more to He, yeah, seems to have like the most of a conscience of them. Mm Mm-hmm. But still going along for the ride. Yeah. But maybe that's part of why we don't see as much of him. Because I think he's like, he, this is ridiculous. I just yeah. have to make it through this yeah. weekend. Like, he's we're... Not... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah. He's not really a disruptor. He's just kind of a coward, yeah. I think. And that, with everybody else and, like, the really big personalities around, he does get a little bit pushed to the wayside. But... I think the worst thing he does is forward Andy's email to Miles. Because he was the one who did that. And I don't feel like the movie held him to that as much as it should have. Why is it bad that he forwarded the email? Because Miles otherwise would not have known about it and then would not have gone to kill Andy. What did Andy's message specifically say? I know she's like, I found it, but what did she say after that? But even then, like... You have one more chance to settle up or something like that? I also don't think that... Lionel was like, oh, I'm going to send this to Miles, and Miles is going to go kill Well, no, he's Andy. not responsible for the death, but it's also, like, that was, like, it's a dick move. To be like, hey, this person that I lied 
against in court for you has now found the thing that will fix, that will, like, that they want, that will fix their lives and undo the bad thing that you have done and that I have done. See, I got the impression that, like, if Miles had had an email address, Andy still would have sent it to him. Like, I feel like she absolutely would have been like, Miles and everyone else, I found it. F off. I don't, I think it was just to to everybody who lied against her in court. No, it was also because Miles doesn't have social media or a phone or anything. He only has his fax machines. And so I got the impression that if Miles had had an email address, Andy would have sent it. It's just that he didn't. So to me, Lionel sending it via a fax, by printing it out, I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that would have happened anyway if Miles had had an email address. It didn't seem like, by the way, this person can mess up our little carefully stacked Tower of Cards. It was just like... hmm. I'm holding Lionel accountable for that. I thought you said Lionel accountable for that. He's accountable for that. (laughs) He sent the facts. And then Claire just kind of, Claire just kind of like, she's just really annoying. Bothers me. She's really annoying. Like, like she bothers me the most. Probably no, probably the most out of all of them. Miles is like, don't want to hate him. No, probably they're probably equal. Um, and then I have to, of course, sit back and be like, do I hate her because she's a woman? You're right, like, right, like right, misogyny and sexism. <laughs> but, I don't know, she just also seemed very... They're, they were all in Miles' pocket. Mm-hmm. But Duke and Birdie seemed like they had lives outside of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. Lionel and Claire seem the most like we just have to go along with whatever this guy says and they're the ones who have the power to change things right. being a scientist who can say like who can raise the alarm mm-hmm. on this clear thing and Claire who like signed something about it like they're the ones who have a position of power to do something and they're just not yeah and like Claire when she was doing her um interview at the very beginning yeah. like CNN or whatever mm-hmm. you know she was like I'm a hard line on climate change if that scares you go stick your head in the sand and I was like you don't care about climate change no. you're just appealing to the leftist like yeah. like you're just appealing to whatever you think is going to get you to win you don't actually stand like there was nothing no. indicating she had a thing she's not, she she's not for. being like Bernie or AOC where she yeah. cares about the climate she's just, she's just, just like I'm, this is my demographic, so I gotta say things to please them. For some reason, she's in it for the politics. I don't understand why anyone would go into the politics without believing in something very strongly, but don't know, whatever. She does that, so she is very, very aggravating. The exact kind of politician who's like, I'm going to forgive all your student loans, and then that doesn't happen within the first 100 days of office, as was promised. And then she'll walk it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Claire. 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 Yeah. Her drink was also room temp white. And I was like, <laughs> oh, nobody, yeah. Nobody does Terrible. That. Claire, come on. <laughs> Birdie had the best drink. Oh, obviously. yeah, Birdie. For sure. Amaretto. I'm sold. <laughs> yep. Pineapple? I'm sold. I'm not Duke. I do dance with pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, Claire is one of those people who, she reminds me of the daughter in Knives Out, 
whatever her name is. Oh, the one who goes to like the leftist college and calls yeah. her family out and then doesn't and then like and then like as soon as her own her, position yeah, is is threatened is threatened, she goes after Marta. Yep. Yeah. What's yeah. her name? I don't remember her Does name. Does it begin with an L? Yeah, Google it. Um, But yeah, she reminded me of that person, but in politics. It's not Jane. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we could talk about Duke, but like, Duke sucks. (laughs) Does not have an L. Is not Jane. It's Meg. (laughs) (laughs) We were wrong. Um, yeah, no, Duke, like I said, Duke was, like, entertaining. Mm. I do not support his views, but, I don't know, he was funny. Yeah. Yeah. And he was the most... I also, I think Dave Bautista is just such a wonderful person. I want such good things for him that I was just like, Dave's having fun. He's having fun. He's having fun. He's branching out. He's willing to play all these, like, weird, goofy characters. He's also just a really good actor. Like... Yeah. Like we like we owe Dave Bautista so much more so than much. we have given him. I love. Um, I think he said this a while ago. I don't think it's like a recent thing, but it has recently resurfaced. Mm-hmm. His quotes about like would love to be in a rom com. Yeah. I don't know why I'm not cast. Maybe I just don't have the look for it. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, put this man in a rom com now immediately. And I I want that for him. I know I want that for him I want too. That for him. And he's just um, like, I just want to act real good. Yeah. God bless you. That's I don't know. Good. So yeah. Um, what's his character's name? Duke. 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 Uh, he was fun. He's like Maybe. dumb, and he has dumb views, and I don't like that he carries a gun everywhere. But like I said, he. Was, I just really liked when he was like, "You have an alert set up for the word movies." <laughs> just the word <laughs> like, Yeah, like movies. And he just. I don't know. I was I entertained know. by it. Yeah. See, Claire, I was frustrated by. Mm-hmm. But Duke, I was just entertained by. Doesn't you. it suck when the woman is irritating, but yeah. the man is funny? Yeah. Yeah, that's something we gotta... Especially because... And part of me wonders if it's because Claire is supposed to be like a left-leaning politician mm-hmm. that I'm like, I'm supposed to be rooting for you because I lean that way politically, so mm-hmm. I, I want... I want to like you, but you're just bad. <laughs> like you're just saying things to get votes. Whereas Duke, I'm like, oh no, this man sucks. I would, like, I would see his videos and probably like mute and or block him yeah. just so I don't have to see them. So knowing that I don't have any sort of thing that's making me like him, mm-hmm. set the bar real low. So it's yeah. easy to go over it. Mm-hmm. I guess. Did you um, did you find yourself with a new appreciation for Joe Rogan? No, hmm. not once. Interesting. It's also I don't know. Maybe this is just ingrained sexism. Because I'm like, it's a movie. I don't have to care. He's not a real character. With Claire, I'm like, you're just pandering to the <laughs> Democrats. Woman takes break from feminism to enjoy half hour long TV show. Yeah, that is an Onion article. Yeah. 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 So, gotta gotta really do some introspection yes, on introspection, that. Yeah, that's the the true mystery. The true mystery. <laughs> the true How mystery much of this is an annoying character versus versus being conditioned to hate the woman? Um, 
No, I thought Duke was funny. <laughs> Great. For Duke. Whiskey deserves better. Whiskey Obviously. does deserve better. Yeah. I did like how Helen was like, leave him. You right. can do better. And then, of course, the unfortunate timing of Whiskey coming crying over Duke's death. Yep. And um, Andy being like, he deserved it. I do not feel sorry for this man. And I'm like, Helen? Helen, you don't know what's happened? <laughs> Helen, skate back. Helen, walk it back. <laughs> Props to Whiskey, though, for being like, there is a murderer. You're right. I'm grabbing the spear gun. <laughs> which is like reasonable because that can really cause an injury and you don't have to have them right by you to like mm-hmm. work that yeah it launches yeah that's would so... love to operate one of those yeah. I just want, like you know an archery field but for spear guns <laughs> i would do that like a bigger archery field yeah I also got, there should just be like a little place where you can just like interact with weapons in a like chill way. Buy spear guns and <laughs> online. There should be a place where you can just like have fun with weapons and not do dangerous things. Yep. Like, you know, in like jungle movies when they always have the machete and they're just like hacking at plants. <laughs> yep. I want someone to let me hack at plants with a machete. I can make that happen. Get a machete. This summer. Um, not yet. Okay, but buy a machete. I've, I've, then, looked, bam, in, I've looked into hair. it. Yeah, I've yeah. looked into it because I have I have a very large wooded area behind my house. And uh, yeah, Amazon sells machetes. <laughs> would love to just swing some machetes. How much would you expect a spear gun would cost? $300? dollars are we talking like a quality spear gun? Because I can imagine someone on Amazon being like spear gun fifty nine ninety nine, and it's like a real cheap, it's a bad one, one. but it's not unreasonable. I think a priced. decent spear gun's gotta be in a decent spear gun. Yeah, probably three four hundred. Okay. What are you seeing? What's Google telling you? Yeah, the I'm Googles. seeing there's there's one with a five star rating that's. 558. Okay. And then there's a few others that are like in the 4 450 kind of range. No, 59.99. I don't see any really cheap ones. There's one for 105.95. Okay. It looks it looks not as cool as the other ones <laughs> to be honest. Okay. So Yeah, spear guns. That's spear guns for you. That's we can, the spear uh, guns. Get a spear gun sponsorship. Talk up. <laughs> Wikipedia, spear guns, it's all coming together. Talk up the uh, Mary's Viper Pro DS. That's, uh, those are my initials. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, uh, anyway. Anyway. Spear guns. They can be yours. For the low, low Click price. our affiliate link, which... It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. All right. Are there any final thoughts about the glass onion? Um, um, I feel like I had a thought that not earlier today, but last night I was like, gotta remember to talk about this. And I can't, what was it? We should probably talk about the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Because that got burned. Have and I seen, had mixed feelings about that. Have you seen the thing, though, on Tumblr where know. people were like, 
What's funny, though, is that they show the Mona Lisa burning and, like, the tapestry, the canvas, like, curls and everything. Yeah. Um, the Mona Lisa was painted on wood, implying <laughs> that the museum people were like, yeah, no, no way are we giving this man the actual, the actual Mona, Mona Lisa. Lisa. And they just, like, gave him a fake. <laughs> and because he's dumb, he you was just, like, like I have the actual Mona Lisa. Um, but I don't know if that's intentional or if it's just you know ryan johnson did not know that the mona lisa was painted on wood as i did not well, I didn't prior to learning this fact who can say um good bit of trivia yeah. good bit of trivia i loved the mona lisa's presence throughout the whole thing because i loved any time this the the shot would like zoom in on her eyes and then get closer next time we cut to there like during the the pre-murder scene and the Bonus dress tension. and the ratchet yeah it was okay. just like oh this is great like, 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 I love this. And then when it actually burned, I was like, it's the Mona Lisa, though. I don't know. Yeah. But he wants his name to be in the same that, but that, as the Mona that Lisa was such a good. That was such a good payoff. And I do like that she's like, your dumb energy thing just burned, uh, like, the most famous painting in the world to a crisp. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you tell him. Um, yeah. This isn't what I was going to say, but I really like the puzzle box. <laughs> the puzzle box My, is cool. Miles is dumb, but that's a cool box. And it's, well, he didn't make well, he it didn't himself. Make the yeah, box, yeah, yeah. But I don't. He's a puzzle guy. He has a puzzle guy, but like, how fun. How fun. Would love to have one. I saw, or maybe someone just told me about um, how at the beginning when, as, when Helen breaks the box with the hammer, that could be. A metaphor for the whole movie because you have all the layers of the glass onion but actually the center is right there in plain sight and you don't have to go through all these hoops to get to the thing you want you can just smash it yeah you can just look at miles handing duke the glass <laughs> and there's your answer right there or you could have fun during murder mystery movies and just get really excited. I was having fun. I was like, they're doing things. I got to be paying attention. And I did. And apparently I'm the only one who understood the assignment. Um, I guess that was it. <laughs> Great. Well, if you think of it... Um, Put it in the show notes. Yeah. Or show just notes. while I'm uh, talking about our next episode. Which is going to be a very special episode. Spepisode. Yep. Yeah. It's one that. of the one of those spepisodes that we do every now and then. <laughs> spepisode. Yeah. Longtime listeners to the podcast will know that about once every year or so, we do a crossover with our friends Martha and Pete from the Did You Do Your Homework podcast. These wind up being a little bit more thematic than our usual episodes, like we did third movies in a trilogy once and the most recent one was video game movies um, and you can find those episodes either on their soundcloud or on our usual feed but this time we kicked around a few ideas and settled on looking at various movie depictions of a single character to see how that famous figure changes and becomes reinterpreted throughout the years i wanted to do the ninja turtles <laughs> however that was vetoed <laughs> Not by me. I also wanted to do the Ninja Turtles. I vetoed the Ninja Turtles. Just so listeners know who the villain is. Yeah. In this in in this so, arrangement. No, no Ninja Turtles. Uh, Superman also got kicked around. 
Yeah, I was Superman. behind Superman. I wasn't super behind. No. I wasn't against Superman, but I was not for him. Yeah. But we're having ourselves a big old festival of Dracula movies. Yeah, because I wanted to do this one. Dracula. Drac is back. He <laughs> wasn't here to be this, <laughs> but I wanted to say it so badly. Yeah. So from a list of like seven or eight different possibilities, yep. we narrowed it down to the following four movies. Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> from 1931, starring Bela Lugosi, like one of the most famous early Draculas. Horror of Dracula, also known in Britain as Dracula, <laughs> starring Christopher Lee. Bram Stoker's Dracula from 1992, and Dracula Untold from 2014. In true catching of David fashion, I haven't seen any of these, so it will be a treat to watch them all back to back to back to back. Um, I have seen the original Nosferatu, which barely got cut off of our list. Um, and I might go back and watch that one again just because it's kind of short, um, just to refresh my memory. But Dracula! Dracula! The Dra I also have not seen any of these movies, and I am excited to see some classic Hollywood Dracula things. Yeah. I'm not well-versed in Dracula lore. Perhaps mm -hmm. I should read your annotated book, and then, yeah. and then I will be. It's 449 Perhaps I should have you tell me about your annotated yeah, book. It's yeah. long. Okay. Spark notes. Yeah. Or spark just notes. read the annotations. <laughs> should Don't only read those. the book. <laughs> yeah. I also have not watched these. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing that out there. Great. Nobody's have you read seen... the annotated book? No. Or the Nor non-annotated book. <laughs> None of us knows anything about Dracula. Which makes us uniquely qualified to talk about him. Yes. After after we watch these four movies in the course of the next eight days. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> as it turns out. Yeah. That's um, a choice yeah. we made. Yeah. We could have decided on a slate of movies earlier, but we did not. We sure didn't do that. Didn't do that. So, lots of Dracula this week. That's what we're doing. Yay. Yay. So that'll be for next time. It's Dracula. This was Glass Onion. Glonion. Stop trying to make Glonion work. <laughs> I love just put two words together. <laughs> it's never going to happen. It's like the most pure form of enjoyment. I agree with you on that one. Just taking two words and being like, what dumb word can I make? <laughs> Glass onion? Onion. Oh, to be at a time when you could just make up words. I was very excited because while it, watching Onion, I was eating mushrooms and onions. So I was like, onion with my onion. <laughs> was it just like raw mushrooms and onions? <laughs> no, it was also just, just like pasta together. And they were cooked. <laughs> no, I think it's funnier if it's just a bowl of onions. I take a bite of onion, a bite of a mushroom. Like Remy Ratatouille style. Yeah. 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 We should watch Ratatouille. It's on our list. But not for next time. Not for next time. Not for next time. That's Dracula. All right. So until then, so long, Hallie. Au revoir, David. Goodbye, Kristen. Are we there, G? What was that accent? Arriva <laughs> there, G. Do not know. Yeah. That's right. how it goes. So long, listeners. <laughs> <laughs>